hello you guys welcome back welcome back welcome back to the expansion of the kingdom ministries i am here with a word and the topic that we're going to be talking about today is what is a covenant so a covenant is an agreement even a promise made by god with humanity or with his individual children so how can we like okay for example i'll give examples of the covenants that god made there's eight and in these eight covenants there's the one with adam and eve where you know Eve got deceived, then she, you know, convinced Adam, and then they both bit the apple, and God was like, okay, well, you know, that basically, because you guys sinned, did the one thing I didn't ask you to, now you guys are going to suffer. They're, you know, it's not going to be all peaceful and holly jolly like it was. Thank you, Adam and Eve. Thank you. Sarcastic. Okay, but in that covenant, he said to the serpent, which is the enemy, he said, you will bruise her hill, but she will crush your head. And so this was a covenant covenant with God. Then we had the. I don't know if I'm saying this right, the demic or something like that. And basically, or maybe I met, I combined the two. You know, the other one was with Noah, where, you know, God said, every time you see a rainbow, you'll know that my promise to you is that I will never flood and destroy all of humanity with, you know, water. So that's another covenant. Um, we have... There's many other ones, but if you just want to look up what are the eight covenants of God, that will, um, you know, give you some time to actually study because I am highly, highly, highly a strong believer that we need to be students. We need to be constantly studying. So although I want to minister to you and to help you, um, I also want to encourage you to look up things on your own. So you know, I gave some examples of what some of the covenants are um, from God, but there are eight. So go ahead and look up what are the eight covenants. Search, look up on YouTube videos and Google and, you know, um, and just do your research so you can be a student of the Lord. But so covenant is just an agreement and it's really, I like to say it's a promise from God. So God promised us that even though sin came into our lives because the serpent deceived Eve and Adam, and that, you know, God said, well, my promise to you is that I'm going to give you the Lamb of God. I'm going to give you the Messiah. I'm going to give you Jesus. And then you guys will be freed from the bondage of death and and eternity eternity in hell so this is like i think personally obviously the biggest and most valuable and and greatest promise from god but you know 
if we are are tuning into well okay so how can I have a covenant with God like there are certain covenants that God makes with um his people so if you look at like David David made a covenant I mean God made a covenant with David and he said that you know you will be a ruler you know you will have a strong kingdom and he made some promises with with um I mean not with for David in the lineage of David which we know that Jesus was born from the lineage of David so God made a personal covenant with David and for his son and um he and not only was it that it it trickled down to generations because he made the promise to David but then his son was the one that inherited it and then from David's seed Jesus was born so it trickled down so God makes covenants with us and we come into agreement with it and so like we can make covenants with God and I think that a lot of Christians sleep on how powerful covenants are because, mind you, if if God would have never made a covenant with mankind about Jesus, then we would still be enslaved to death. Like, our spirits would not live on after we die. We'd be in hell for a lifetime of eternity. Like, so covenants are super important. And I don't think... A lot of people don't realize is that covenants come with sacrifice. So if you want to make a covenant with God, say, you know, you want to be somebody that's wise. You want to be somebody that is impactful for the kingdom. You want to be somebody that God uses. You want to do mighty works. You want to impact um not only your generation but you want it to trickle down the line you want to whatever it is and also we have to realize that god is the one that puts it in our heart so isn't it funny how god puts this idea this desire in our heart and in order to actually get a covenant we have to give god our whole heart and when we give god our whole heart it comes with sacrifice sacrifice because if you look at the covenant of Jesus like Jesus didn't sin he was holy he was blameless like people didn't no longer have to sacrifice like pure sheep and and lambs and all of these different things to God Jesus came in the form as you know, the pure lamb. And he was the one that sacrificed for the covenant. And Jesus didn't even do anything to deserve it. But he had to sacrifice in order to live in the Father's will. Jesus had to hand over his whole heart to God. And he had to sacrifice some things. How do we know that Jesus didn't desire to be married and to have a family? We don't know that. But what if he had all of these desires in his heart? Like, God, I wish that, you know, I could have a family. But, God, 
required Jesus to sacrifice having a family. I'm sure Jesus was like, I'm tired of traveling. I'm tired of walking around. Mind you, they're walking around in sandals in the heat. They don't have cars. They don't have none of that. And I'm sure Jesus was like, God, I wish that I could just go on vacation for a year. And God was like, you have to sacrifice that. God, I wish that I didn't have to travel and walk around. My feet are bruised and I have sores and I have blisters. But he had to sacrifice to be able to come into the covenant that he came into agreement with God. So God puts desires in our heart. And then we're like, okay, I'm coming into agreement with this. God, I want to be used by you. I'm coming into agreement with that. You put this desire in my heart. But in order to do that, in order to walk out your will, I have to sacrifice some things. And we look at Jesus and he sacrificed his life. He sacrificed his life, beaten, tortured, all of that. And even Jesus said, God, if it's in your will, let this let this cup pass from me. In other words, he was like, please, if if I don't have to do this, please just make it not so. But he sacrificed his life. He came into agreement with the father. And it's things that we don't want to do. It's things that we don't want to let go of. It's things like a relationship, somebody that you love, but you know that in order to fully serve God, you have to let this go. You have to sacrifice this thing. You have to sacrifice your ego, your pride. You have to sacrifice the desires of the flesh, fornication, adultery, You have to sacrifice substances to have a sober mind. You have to sacrifice your time. You have to sacrifice relationship and meaning like, you know, going out and being in the season where you want to be around people, but you know that God is calling you to sacrifice that because he's calling you to be in a season of isolation. He's causing you to be in a season in a season of stripping and tearing down. You have to sacrifice the things that your heart desires the most. So in order to make a covenant with God, you have to sacrifice. And one of the covenants that I made with God was when the pandemic hit, I was like, I need the blood of Jesus to protect me and my loved ones. And so I have to sacrifice something. And I was like, I knew automatically that God was telling me to sacrifice cigarettes. And so I was like, God, I promise you that I will never pick up a cigarette, a Newport 100. That's what I was smoking. In order for your exchange of protection over my family from COVID, from the sickness. And dang it, I hate that I said that word because now the government's listening to me. No, I'm just kidding. But um, not really. I'm not sure. Who knows? 
But anyways, so I was like, God, I give this up to you in exchange of, you know, your your blood. And I was like, I'm believing you that even if we do get this thing, that it's not going to take us out, that it's just going to be like a minor cold. I'm, I'm believing and I'm coming into covenant with you and I'm sacrificing this thing. God, I want a better life. I want to start walking on your will. I'm sacrificing this relationship. I'm sacrificing my, mod- my modeling. I'm sacrificing my life that I've built here. I'm sacrificing, you know, my ego, my pride. I'm sacrificing all of these things so that I can be in alignment with you. And so making a covenant with God is all about sacrificing. So what do you want? out of life. What is the desire that God is putting in your heart? Do you want to get out of this addiction? Do you want to be successful? Do you want to be a wife? Do you want to be a husband? Do you want to be financially abundant to where you're able to bless, you know, people that are in your life and and the generations that are to come? Like, we have to sacrifice these things. Any successful person, if you listen to their story, they had to sacrifice some people. They had to, not in the evil way, they had to, like, you know, let go of people. They had to sacrifice, you know, desires. They had to sacrifice their old mindset. They had to sacrifice their old life, their old ways. They had to sacrifice things that they held on dearly to. And there's this picture that... This little girl's like, Jesus, I don't want to let it go. And Jesus has this even bigger teddy bear. And he's like, just trust me. When we sacrifice things, we're really making room for God to give us a more abundance. Take us to a new level. Open up that new door. Maybe we, would, we just want to, you know, experience God on a deeper level. God, I want to experience you on a deep, deeper level. I want to hear from you like never before. I'm making a covenant with you that if I let this go, that if I, you know, fast for a certain amount of days, that if I stay true to this, that if I sacrifice, you know, my flesh, if I sacrifice X, Y, and Z, God, I'm standing on faith that you're going to come through for me and I'm going to receive bigger and better and I'm going to walk into what you have for me. So God wants you to know what a covenant is. And he wants you to know that you can make covenants with God. But one thing that I forgot to add in is that I heard someone say, never promise God something that you cannot keep. Do not promise it. Do not promise something that you know that you're going to break. If you really honor God, if you have a respect for God, if you have a fear for God, a righteous fear for God, you're not just going to make a promise to him having this type of feeling that maybe I'll break it. No, because as soon as I told God that I would never pick up a cigarette again, I knew that it was over. I knew that I couldn't just make a promise to God and break it. Because that's something that I don't take lightly. I take it seriously because I honor and I respect God. So no, you'll never see me pick up a cigarette again. Now, did you see me pick up a vape? 
maybe, but it's not an actual cigarette. I mean, people will argue with me and say it's an e-cigarette, but God knows exactly in my mind what I was talking about. I was never going to pick up an actual cigarette that you can break in half that has nicotine in it. I mean, you know, e-cigs have, have nicotine, but God knows my heart and he knows that I will never, ever pick up a cigarette again, an actual cigarette again, because I made that promise to God and I honor him and I respect him. And also I'm a little bit scared of what my consequences will be if I do break that covenant with God. I don't want to do that. I love God so much. And so far he's kept all of my loved ones safe. I thank God. I honor God for that. I had to sacrifice something that I was addicted to. And so, you know, I had to sacrifice a relationship, somebody that I love. And not only did was it that, it was the life that came with it that I built with that. I had to let all of that go. Do you know how hard it was to let go of, of things with that? But I was like, God, I got to let this go. I can never go back to this. I, I have to sacrifice this from you. And I literally felt God and spoke to him so strongly when I let that go. I could feel God like literally a downpour of him speaking to me directly. And it was because I made that sacrifice. I didn't know what was going to come with it. All I knew was that I had to be obedient to what God had put in my heart and my spirit. And I had to follow through. There was like the time was up. I couldn't keep holding on to this. I had to let it go. I had to sacrifice that. I had to give it up. And with that came so many things that broke off of my life and one of the things that came with that was hearing from God, a download, an outpouring of his spirit. Getting revelation, breaking things off of me. In that relationship that I was in, we smoked all the time, 24-7. I no longer have an addiction to weed. Like I never thought I could see myself putting that down, but I did. So, so many strongholds were broken off of me. And we have to realize that in order to walk into greater, in order to whatever we're praying for, we have to give God a sacrifice for it. We have to. We have to come into covenant with God. So God wants you to be aware of what a covenant is. I may have not explained it the best way, um, but go ahead, do your research. Look up what a covenant is. You know, look up how we can make a covenant to God. Look up what the covenants of God are in the Bible. Start to do research on it. Start to write it down. Start to pray. God, you know, this message just inspired me. What can I, you know, sacrifice to get closer to you? What can I sacrifice to have this X, Y, and Z? Like, what can I do, God? Show me what I can let go. Show me what I can sacrifice. And it's not like, okay, I'll sacrifice Something that doesn't even mean anything to you. Like, you can't cheat God. Like, it's like you have to sacrifice something that, you know, you've really been struggling to let go with. You know, you really are want to hold on to that. But you know in your heart it's not good for you. You know in your heart that this is not serving you, that this is not helping you become the person that you need to be or walking in the will of God that you know he has for your life. You see so much better for yourself. 
you want so much better for yourself. You desire this. But sometimes we're entrapped in things. And so if we can just get into that place, that secret place where we just pour our heart out to God and we're just like, God, please, here I am. Like, I want to be close to you. Show me, tell me, tell me what I need to let go of. God, I know that I need to let go of this. I'm ready to let go of this. I have to let go of this. This is so hard for me, but I'm going to let go of this. And I ask that when I sacrifice this, Lord, that you just come through for me. Lord, just have, let your will be done. I'm giving you my heart. It's been so hard to just give you all of my heart. I've been stuck in sin. I've been stuck in this. I've been stuck in that. But God, I'm ready to let it all go. I'm ready to, I'm ready to let it all break off of me. I'm ready, God. I'm giving you my whole heart, dear Lord. I'm sacrificing this for you. So, yeah, you guys, I pray that this word blessed you. My last couple messages have been some, like very like instructional, very, like you know, informative and I just really think that God's in a season of transforming us and giving us wisdom and giving us knowledge and he really wants to do a work within us he wants to take us to a next level now is not the time to be holding on to things you need to let go of doing things that you know you shouldn't be doing in places that you know you you don't belong like now is the time to get it into order get into position because God is doing something. God wants to do a work in you. God wants to use you. And we don't know the just how powerful a covenant is. If all of these demonic witches and occultists and warlocks and evil people are working over time to destroy Christians and destroy the hedge of protection and destroy, you know, ancestors or you know, I suck at pronouncing stuff by now. If you're normal, then you know. And if you're new, sorry. But they're working overtime. The devil is always working over time. His demons are always working overtime. So why aren't we? Why are we sleeping? Why are we being lukewarm? God says that if we're lukewarm, he will spew us out of his mouth. Have you ever had a soda that was in like a hot garage or in a room and it was just lukewarm it's disgusting and if some people like that you need to go read scripture honey because god says if you're lukewarm he will spew you out of his mouth it's either like be hot or cold like i either want hot tea or cold tea not lukewarm tea it's just not good i either want ice cold soda or nothing i don't want hot soda that's gross like but you get the point. We should not be lukewarm. We should not just be laying on the couch like a potato. We need to be working overtime. There is power in covenant. There is power in covenant. There is power in sacrificing, giving your heart to God. Because look at what happened when, when the covenant was made about Jesus. Literally, Jesus defeated death. He defeated it. We don't have to go to hell. And yes, it just sounds so casual when I say this, but hell is torment. It stinks. It's the worst stench that you've ever smelt in your life. It's the worst cackle and laugh that you've ever heard in your life. It's the worst torment that you could ever imagine in your life. It's the worst thing. It's the presence without God. You can barely even breathe. 
Like, it's just, it's, it's the absence of God. It's torture. It's torment. All of these witches and warlocks that think that, you know, they're serving the, the devil and that they're like his favorite and that they're doing this, they're being deceived. Because even those people that the devil's like, man, they're just doing the work for me. They're going to get to hell and they're going to be tormented. They're not just going to be sitting on the throne next to, you know, the devil and be chilling. No, they're going to be tormented. It's not going to be cool. I pray for those people that they know who Jesus is. Like, we got to get it together, people. We got to know that covenant is so important. It's pivotal. It shifts things. It changes things. It, it's amazing. Jesus is amazing. It's a promise from God. It's a covenant from God. Thank you, Lord, for making covenants with us because it has helped us. It has helped us escape the chains of death. It has helped us escape a lifetime of misery. But we have to give Jesus our heart. We have to sacrifice. We have to let go of things. We have to let go of these things, people. My brothers and sisters in Christ. So, yes, I pray that this word blessed you. Um, go ahead and check out my last couple messages to really, you know, get I know that these messages are so important. Like, some of the body of Christ is unaware of these things. They th These things need to have light shed on them. Like, we need to know this. We need to know just how powerful it is when we're in covenant with God. And when we're not in covenant with God, oh my gosh. It can affect the people around us that we love. If we're not in covenant with God, it literally is like... Allowing like a slit for like a door. It's like leaving the door unlocked and cracked for an intruder to come in, for the enemy to come in. Like we just don't understand how powerful our prayers are, how powerful a covenant is. Like literally, it is so important. Go look up like people that are, you know, ex-warlocks and ex-witches and they will tell you like, no, like, this person had the fire around them. This person had the blood of Jesus. I could not touch them. I couldn't even go 700 feet near them. I couldn't even try to kill them because I know that I would be destroyed. It is the power of Jesus. It is the power of the blood. It is the power. We need to stop sleeping on it. One prayer could change somebody's whole life. We'll get to God, we'll get to heaven, and someone will come up to you and be like, you saved me. Well, how? When you prayed, when you were in covenant, when you sacrificed this, when you did this. Like, we don't realize that how important we are in the body of Christ. We are an instrument being used. So what has God called you to do? Has he called you to be an intercessor? Has he called you to be a teacher? Has he called you to be, to be a disciple? Has he called you to be a pastor? Has he called you to be a wife? Has he called you to be a husband? Has he called you to be a mother? Has he called you to be a father? Because these things impacts the world you just don't know how impactful it is you just don't know how strong prayer is because we can't see it it's in the spiritual realm but we don't know the works that that the spirit moves when we pray we don't know the works that when we come into a covenant by sacrificing this 
what we just escaped from. All the troubles, all of the destruction, all of the plots of the enemy, how we just avoided it. We don't know that when we come into a covenant, sometimes God has you hidden. He has you hidden. He had Jesus hidden. When the Pharaoh was out to, when the ruler was out to kill Jesus and all the newborns, and he was like, "Uh uh-uh, there ain't going to be no Messiah. God put a covering over Jesus. They could not see him in the spirit. He had a covering. He was protected. We don't know how important a covenant is. We don't know how important sacrifice is. We don't know how important giving our heart to God is. We don't know how important a prayer is. We just don't have any idea. We may have a little idea, but we don't have the full picture. So, you guys, um, yeah, I pray that this word blessed you. Feel free to share it with whoever in Jesus' name. I pray that he blesses you and lets this word take root in you. Until next time, guys, God bless.